When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is an RNZ podcast. Kia ora and a very big hello and welcome to Elemental from RNZ. We are marking Russian chemist Dmitry Mendeleev's genius 150 years ago with the publication of The Periodic Table. I'm Alison Balance. And I'm Alan Blackman from the Auckland University of Technology. And here in episode 59, we have reached platinum status. Oh, hurrah! (laughs) If we were an album, it would mean we had sold a million copies. But actually it means we have another precious metal. And this precious metal is platinum, gets its name from the Spanish platina, meaning little silver. Poor platinum. (laughs) It's just (laughs) named as a lesser version of another inferior even precious metal and actually I fear that platinum due to its alphabetical positioning on the periodic table will spend this entire podcast being slightly eclipsed by some of the previous elements that we've already covered in this series. (laughs) We will see how we go. So we'll start off with the vital statistics for platinum, chemical symbol PT, atomic number 78 and as we're going to see date of discovery, hmm... A little bit of an argument about that, but let's start talking about platinum. It is a transition metal, and it sits in the (laughs) so-called platinum group of metals. And as you say, Alison, we've already done iridium and osmium and palladium, which are all part of the so-called platinum metals or precious metals, or call them what you will. And there are indeed strong similarities or themes familiar to them all. Now, one of the really interesting things about platinum is the fact that It was known in ancient times, and we're not quite sure, actually, who sort of discovered it first. So if you go all the way back to the 7th century BCE to a burial chamber in Thebes, Egypt, uh, you would have found some platinum there. And uh, that's the earliest known discovery of platinum. And interestingly, this is the only instance. It wasn't found anywhere else in Egypt, and there's certainly no evidence that the Greeks or the Romans or the Chinese, in fact, knew anything about it. But if the Egyptians had at least found it once, I presume that means it was lying around a bit? Yeah, well, it does. You can get platinum in its native state in nature, and most certainly it was known to the South Americans, and it's been found in burial goods of around about 2,000 years of age. So it was known to the ancients, but in terms of uh, the so-called modern-day discovery of platinum, this is credited to a guy by the name of Antonio Uloa, and he found it in Panama in around about 1735 and crucially wrote about it in his diary. Another claimant to discoverer of platinum is a guy by the name of Charles Wood, and uh, in 1741 he came across some platinum in Jamaica. So... Yeah, we really don't know who actually discovered it first, which is kind of interesting. Mm. Like all of the elements that surrounded on the periodic table, the so-called platinum metals group or precious metals group, so we're talking about iridium and rhodium, palladium, silver and gold, 
Platinum is a precious metal, and what that generally means is that it does not oxidise in air, and it generally also means that there's not much of it around. So, in terms of precious, its price at the moment is around about 40,000 New Zealand dollars per kilogram, and that puts it at around about two-thirds the price of gold at the moment, and interestingly, its price has nearly halved since 2011. Well, what's wrong with it? Why has its value dropped? <laughs> uh, you'd have to ask the investors uh, that question, <laughs> I guess. But I suppose generally when economies are doing well and industry is thriving, so the price of platinum goes up. But uh, when the converse is true, things are slowing down, price of platinum generally drops and people go back to investing in gold instead. So we're investing in it, but what are we actually using it for? So its major use is, in fact, in catalytic converters. And uh, as you alluded to earlier, Alison, this is a topic that we've already covered a couple of episodes ago with palladium. So if you missed that one, check it out. Uh, it explains how catalytic converters work. The reason that platinum is used is basically because it does share a lot of chemical properties with palladium. What else is it used for? Well, platinum jewellery apparently is also a thing, especially in China and Japan. It's got a major industrial use. Now, we talked about phosphorus and phosphate fertilizers in the last episode. Uh, platinum is used as a catalyst in a thing called the Ostwald process, and this is the conversion of ammonia to nitric acid, and that gets used in fertilizers. And as an example of the importance of this reaction, around about 55 million tonnes of nitric acid are made annually through this process. That's a lot of nitrogen fertiliser. I know, I know. <laughs> Where does it all end up? Anyway, <laughs> platinum's really fascinating, and if you can get hold of a platinum wire, this is a really neat demonstration to do, uh, if you simply hold a platinum wire above a sample of methanol, a methylated spirit should work, you'll find that the wire starts glowing red hot because what it's doing is catalyzing the oxidation of methanol vapor to a thing called methanol or formaldehyde, as it is uh, perhaps better known. So it is really good at catalyzing uh, reactions, even in the uh, metallic form. Hmm. And very importantly, and this will probably become more important as time goes on, uh, it's used in hydrogen fuel cells, which are certainly starting to be used in cars, it catalyzes the controlled reaction, that's important, of hydrogen and oxygen to provide energy. So it's pretty good for cars then, cleaning up the exhaust, maybe being hydrogen fuel cells in the future. Has it actually got any biological uses as well as automobile uses? This is the great story about platinum. Normally any element coming from that region of the periodic table where platinum sits would have been poo-pooed as having any sort of biological uses uh, many years ago. But platinum compounds are now used as uh, chemotherapeutic agents. And this all goes back to the early 1960s, where a chemist, or I think he was a physicist at the time he described himself, Barnett Barney Rosenberg, began studying the effects of electric fields on cell division in the bacterium E. coli. And uh, so what he found was that the bacteria stopped dividing and grew to around about 300 times their normal length in the presence of an electric field. And uh, when he turned off the electric field, they started dividing again. And he thought, OK, well, this means that electric fields must have an effect. But being the very, very good scientist that he was, he actually found out that what was happening was that the platinum electrodes that he was using in his electrical setup were, in fact, dissolving very, very slightly, then the platinum would react with both chloride and ammonia that was in the solution containing the bacterium, 
and they formed a compound that was to become called cisplatin. And this is a very, very simple coordination compound. So these results were published in 1969. Uh, The drug was then approved for use in 1978. And since then, it has certainly saved countless lives. And it's got at least a 90% success rate against testicular cancer in particular. It's a remarkable drug. Before we go, anything else that you would like to say about platinum? (laughs) Well, uh, in the 18th century, platinum's rarity made King Louis XV of France declare it the only metal fit for a king. (laughs) Hmm. And uh, the late Queen Mother's coronation crown actually had a frame made of platinum, and that was the first crown made of the stuff for the British royal family. And um, so obviously it's valuable stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. And while your platinum credit card is more prestigious than a gold credit card, unfortunately it's not actually made of platinum. (laughs) Unlike this episode, which was made entirely from platinum, except where we suggested it had so much in common with iridium, osmium and palladium that you should listen to those episodes. Which you can find, of course, at rnz.co.nz slash chemistry or on your usual podcast app. And many thanks for your company today. And we're back next time with plutonium. But until then, it's goodbye from me, Alan Blackman. And me, Alison Balance. Matewa. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.